This is Chris Aslanian. You guys are listening to Pro Cross Talk. Right off the bat, there's Lyle Thompson. Courier. Kylie O'Miller showing off those shifty skills. Driver driving hard down the alley and he scores. What a goal from Josh Bird. Kayla Trainer fires to score. Are you kidding me? By Dylan Ward. Gets topside wrap. Oh, scores! Welcome to Pro Lacrosse Talk on the Lacrosse Playground Podcast Network. Your go-to podcast for interviews with professional players, coaches, and executives, as well as the latest news and analysis from all three professional lacrosse leagues. Now, here are your hosts, Adam Moore and Hutton Jackson. We're here with Chris Islanian, a grad of Hobart College and a former Denver Outlaw and now the newest member of Whip Takes Lacrosse Club. Chris, thanks for joining us today. How's it going? Doing well. Thanks for having me. No, we're excited. We, we talked last summer about getting you on um, when you're a member of the Denver Outlaws. Didn't quite make the timing work. Uh, now I think it's probably the best timing out of all because you were just drafted by the Whip Snakes, getting ready for the PLL training camp and eventual season coming up. But before we dive into your pro career a little bit, I want to start with your earlier days growing up in Westfield, New Jersey. When did you first start playing lacrosse? So I first started playing when I was in second grade. Um, my dad played, so he got to stick in my hand pretty early. Um, kind of just played in the youth uh, program through Westfield usually starts around second grade and you kind of go from there. Um, but great lacrosse town to grow up in and um, definitely fortunate to, to have grown up there and spent my childhood in Westfield. That's awesome. And, and yeah, ended up playing your high school days at the, the Hun School. Talk about kind of your experience there with, with that story program and awesome, awesome school. Yeah, so I actually, um, I grew up, I went to Westfield High School for four years, um, public school. Um, got to play with my brother and some of my best friends yep. growing up, which is an awesome experience and was, you know, pretty under-recruited. I was a little bit undersized growing up and I had to take a PG year. So ended up going to the Hunt School and uh, we had an awesome season there in 2015. Um, and that was just a time where I was able to develop and, um, you know, get a lot better and get prepared for college. Yeah, well, you certainly got prepared and got noticed by Hobart and you had an awesome career uh, there. You're, you're there, Division One career uh, record holder for points. So talk about your, your time at Hobart and, and kind of how your game developed while you're there. Yeah, um, you know, it was it was awesome. I loved my time there. Um, you know, I visited my senior year of high school and, uh, you know, once I met Coach Raymond and the rest of the staff, um, I was set on going there and taking a post-grad year before that. Um, so once I got there, um, I was able to learn a ton from my offense coordinator, Pete Poyon, who's now at Marquette. Um, but, you know, he played a really, really big role in my development. Um, you know, he was a guy who, who had done it at the highest level, the professional level for a while. Um, and I'll never forget, I came in, you know, as a freshman. Um, I think my first, like, four games, I was shooting 7% or something like that. Um, you know, and, and he took me out and kind of, you know, showed me what it took to – to be successful at the next level and, you know, just coming out every day for, you know, 30 minutes and really working on your skills. Um, but I just continued to kind of buy into that and um, learn from all those coaches. And, you know, over my four years there, I had a ton of great teammates to push me and, um, you know, just a, a ton of great resources there to, to get better. Yeah. Well, Pete certainly helped you because not only did you have a successful career at Hobart, you've made the jump to the pros as well. We were drafted in the second round by the Denver outlaws in your rookie season. You scored 42 points in 14 games was a rookie of the year finalist. Uh, talk about that first pro season and learning under players um, like John Grant jr. Um, and some of the other veterans on that outlaws team. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, I was my senior year at Hobart. I was pretty focused on, um, 
you know, just my season there. And mm-hmm. I remember getting drafted mid season. I think we were on the bus back from Vermont. Um, so I was just, I was psyched, you know, growing up, I always watched uh, the MLL and all the professional guys. So it was a dream come true. And, you know, when I, when I kind of got to camp, I didn't really have any expectations. I wanted just to come in and, um, you know, try to play as hard as I could and, you know, just getting, getting to start that first game and, and have a few goals and get that under my belt kind of gave me some confidence. Um, but, you know, like you said, when you're playing alongside guys like John Grant Jr. Um, and Ryan Lee and, you know, Zach Courier and uh, Mikey Schlosser and, you know, countless other guys, um, you know, that just gives you confidence um, in yourself. And um, I feel like I just had to kind of go out there and play my role because I had so much, you know, talent around me. And um, it was just a fun group to play with. Um, and I learned a lot from all those different guys and kind of the styles that they brought to the table. Yeah, and, and this past season uh, at the MLO bubble, you got to suit up with your brother, uh, Pat, again, with the Outlaws, talking about your experience uh, in the bubble, kind of around playing and reuniting with your brother. Yeah, that was the dream come true. Um, I think him and I kind of grew up um, just on the same path. We were only 13 months apart, um, so we were always training together. Um, you know, we got recruited to go play college at the same time. And, um, he ended up going to Georgetown while I was at Hobart. We actually got to play each other a few times, which is, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, but we had a great experience in high school playing together. We won the state championship my senior year and he was a junior. So I think coming back, you know, after being apart in college and getting to play together again, it was, it was really cool for us. Um, just cause it's what we were used to growing up mm-hmm. and to do it at the highest level. Um, it was just something really special and, um, you know, I'll, hold that hold that experience close to the close to my heart just because you know it's cool to see everything come full circle no yeah for sure and you know now moving on to the pll post merger uh we had the pll entry draft in march you were drafted by the whip snakes in the first round how excited were you to hear your name called and what are you looking forward to the most about joining the whips i was i was pumped i mean especially get you know drafted to the whips um i really love the way those guys play and have been following them. I think they play really unselfish across. They all play really hard and, um, you know, they all buy into that team mentality, which is everything I love about lacrosse. Um, and, you know, I'm just excited to come out there and play this year. I think, um, you know, I think my versatility is going to help me. Um, and I kind of want to just come in and play any role I can that's going to help this team get back to another championship and win it. Great. What kind of conversations have you had uh, with some of your teammates and, and guys like Coach Staggs, who, who's now at, uh, at the Hun School coaching as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how that works, but um, all the guys in the team have been awesome. I think some of the more veteran guys um, have reached out to me, you know, a lot of guys, which is awesome to hear, you know, after my name getting called in the draft and having some of those guys reach out meant a lot and, um, you know, already felt really welcome in this team. And I'm just excited to, you know, to get to camp in May. I was able to work some events with, uh, with Rambo and Burnlor and, and Joe Nardella. So getting to know those guys as well, um, you know, has been awesome. And from all the conversations that I've had with them, um, you know, I'm just, I'm psyched to, to meet this team and get acclimated as soon as I can. Yeah, that's great. And uh, the Whips and Coach Staggs just uh, got nabbed another Hobart grad, right, in, in Frank Brown. You guys were, were, he was a senior your freshman year, would that be right? So he was a junior my freshman year. But um, yeah, Frank and I were, were line mates for, I guess, two years. Yep. Yeah, on attack. And he's one of my really good friends and a guy that I looked up to coming into college. Um, he was the guy who always kind of did the right things and, um, you know, practiced really hard and, you know, I kind of wanted to follow that. So, you know, kind of to be reunited with him is, is going to be awesome. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm so fired up. No, that's, that's awesome. And, you know, I want to talk a little bit about 
Um, you know, obviously not to bring up old wounds, but you lost in two championships in a row during your pro career with Denver. Now you're going to a team that's won back-to-back championships. Um, you know, how hungry does that make you to win another one and, you know, go for the three-peat with the Whip Snakes? Yeah, it's extremely, extremely. I mean, I think everybody puts in a lot to this to, to show up and perform in the summer. And, um, you know, the past few seasons, it's it's been tough losing that game um, in the championship just after all the work you put in. And, um, you know, it's only motivated me and, and kind of driven me further just to work hard and, you know, do everything I can so that when I show up to training camp, um, you know, I'm ready to go and, uh, you know, just ready to have a good season. Mm-hmm. And what have you been doing in the off season to kind of prepare um, anything different than in past because of, you know, the circumstances with COVID or um, are you kind of starting to get back to a normal training regimen leading up to the season? Yeah, starting to get back to kind of normally what I've been doing. Um, there's just a few, few things I've tweaked, but I'm, I'm lucky to be surrounded by, you know, good strength coaches at, um, at Princeton university and, um, you know, a lot of my former strength coaches, um, whether it be in high school or college, um, just kind of have that knowledge around. Um, I've done a good job of, I think of getting a plan and, um, it's worked for me the past two seasons. So, uh, kind of just sticking to that and, um, keeping a stick in my hand, um, you know, and just getting, getting as many smart reps as I can before, uh, before camp. Mm-hmm. And you alluded to Princeton too. How's it been coaching at Princeton as an assistant? It's been cool. It's been awesome. It's, uh, you know, seeing the game from another side, I think has helped me grow as a player um, and kind of see it from a coach's point of view, but it's just been great, um, you know, to have a stick in my hand and still be around the game um, while playing. I think it, it gives me an advantage, you know, as to some people who are sitting at a desk or, um, you know, working on nine to five, um, I, I'm just blessed. I have the opportunity to keep training and um, stay in shape and get a stick in my hand. Absolutely. And we're looking forward to this upcoming season. We're going to take a quick break here, a word from our sponsor, and then we'll dive into our five and five segment. Today's episode is sponsored by Ducan Supply Co. Ducan is a men's body care brand that features an array of military inspired products from their signature big ass bar of soap to their bourbon infused beard oil. I personally use their big bourbon beard oil that's made with a hint of Buffalo trace. I like the oak barrel scent that it gives off and it makes me feel good about my beard, even if it's not as nice as the one that Adam's sporting these days. As an Army Reservist, I also love that they donate a portion of their proceeds to U.S. veterans. So go ahead and check out Duke Cannon, use our code LAX10 to receive 10% off your order, and find your own signature scent. Welcome back to Pro Lacrosse Talk on the Lacrosse Playground Podcast Network. All right, so welcome back. Let's dive into our 5 and 5 segment. As usual, I will take the lacrosse questions, and I will take the off-the-field questions. And the first one I have for you is, what are your pregame routines or superstitions? Pre-game routines or superstitions, I like to just get on the field and get some shots in really quick, nothing too crazy. Um, other than that, just kind of listen to music, stretching out and, you know, kind of just staying neutral, not letting my emotions get too high before the game and, you know, kind of peak right at that time when, uh, when the first whistle is blown. Awesome. And what has been your favorite venue to play lacrosse at? Venue, I'd have to go with Mile High. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the coolest games that I've played in is the July 4th game on Mile High. We had about I think 24,000 people, um, which was the biggest crowd I've ever played in front of. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just really cool. They do an awesome job. I love the grass field out there. Um, There's some cool fireworks after the game. and uh, We got the win my rookie year, which was, which was awesome. That's great. I, I hope that the PLL is somehow able to bring that back. I know we, you know, couldn't have any, it last year because of COVID and, you know, who knows what the fan situation will be, but that would be really cool if they're able to, tie in a Denver weekend around that game, uh, hopefully in the future, if not this year going forward. Who's been one of the toughest players to face during your career? Maybe college or pros. 
I think there's been a lot of guys that have been really tough. Um, I know my, you know, this past season, it was a little bit shortened um, just with COVID and everything, but my rookie year, um, we played the Bayhawks a good amount. And Chris Fennell was a guy who always matched up against me and always a big, strong, tough, physical guy. So um, I always like matching up with him and, um, you know, it's always a battle plan though. Absolutely. And number four, who's a teammate or fellow lacrosse player that you've leaned on as a mentor during your career? That's good. I guess at, at the college level, I'd probably say Frank Brown, just because he was an, an older guy. Um, and he was a captain when I was, when I was an underclassman. Um, and we still talk lacrosse all the time now. Um, and then at the professional level, it's just been cool to kind of pick John Grant Jr.'s brain. He's obviously had so much experience and he brings so much experience into a locker room. Um, you know, he's just played so long and um, I've definitely learned a ton from him. And then, uh, yeah, other than that, I'd probably have to say my, uh, my coach Poyan when I was at, uh, at Hobart. He's, uh, he's kind of a guy who held me out a lot and, um, you know, just has shown me how to, to get better skill-wise. No, awesome. And then my final lacrosse question um, I know you're a true athlete. What is your current stick setup? Current stick setup. Mm-hmm. So I actually been back and forth. Like I went with two U's last year. Um, Cause someone I did when I was like a sophomore in high school before the rule change, but mm-hmm. now I'm just kind of like a mid to high pocket with two across and a little bit of a channel, kind of like a universal pocket so I can carry it one handed. Um, but then also get a little bit of whip on it when I uh, pull it back to shoot. And what head are you using? Right now I'm using the true hazardous. So gotcha. new head and it's been awesome. Um, and uh, I'll probably use it in the summer. Awesome. I'll take the off the field question. So I, it, obviously lacrosse is a big part of your life uh, for, for, from a work perspective and, and playing, but what are some hobbies or activities you have when you're, when you're not on the field? Yeah. Uh, so one thing I love to do, I love uh, the beach. I love the ocean. I like to surf. Uh, I like to scuba dive. Um, go down to Florida a lot with my family. So just anywhere in the water. I love doing that. I like playing pickup basketball with my buddies and, um, you know, just kind of hanging out with my friends. Nice. Uh, number two, who's a athlete in another sport you really enjoy watching right now? Athlete in another sport. Um, I've always liked watching, watching basketball players. I think there's some, there's a lot of parallels um, from basketball players to, to lacrosse. So I've enjoyed watching guys like, you know, Steve Nash, um, Steph Curry, uh, Luka Doncic has been really cool to watch now. Um, but I really just enjoy basketball. That's probably one of my, my favorite sport besides lacrosse. Nice. Do you have a NBA squad you tend to root for? There's either. I'm, I'm, I'm a Knicks fan, but, okay. um, so you have to have players on other teams to root for, I guess. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, number three, you mentioned, obviously, uh, you love being in the water. Favorite spot to vacation? Vacation? Um, definitely down in Florida and Key West. I got some family down there, and we, uh, we try to make it a trip to get down there every year. Thanks. Uh, number four, favorite meal, and do you prefer to dine out, take out, or cook at home? Mm, favorite meal, I got to go with mahi-mahi, uh, black and mahi-mahi. Mm. I always get it when I'm down in Florida. I love, love fish. Um, and I definitely prefer to, to go out and eat. I always like going out to eat with my family and um, going out to like a restaurant or something. Good stuff. And then my last off the field question with quarantine, hopefully kind of uh, subsiding now, we've all been able to kind of read a lot, watch a lot over break uh, over this time period. Any shows or, or books or podcasts you'd recommend to uh, our listeners? Um, 
nothing specifically. I love, I love listening to Joe Rogan. I think, um, you know, he's, he's obviously a classic one, but I think he brings in a wide variety of people and, um, you know, he's still able to relate and talk to all of them. So I, I enjoy all his stuff um, when it comes out. Nice. Awesome. And that wraps up the five and five, but we like to end on one final question. And that's what is some advice that you have for a young player looking to one day play lacrosse professionally? Um, I just think there's so many different avenues to play lacrosse professionally. You look at so many guys who have played at the division one level, you know, or the division two level or three or club who have made it to this level. So I think just having a passion for it and just trying to get better every day. That's something that I always try to do. Um, you know, I think it's easy to get caught up in some of the outside stuff with um, just all the recruiting going on. You might not feel like you're going to be able to get there, but you know, if you put the work in, um, you know, and you really have a passion for the game and just try to get better every single day, you know, I think there's, there's a place for you in professional lacrosse. Absolutely. I think that's some great advice for our younger listeners. Well, Chris, we certainly appreciate you coming on. Glad we got you on finally. Um, and looking forward to seeing you suit up for the whips this summer. Appreciate it. It's been cool to see, um, you know, everything you guys have done and I appreciate you guys having me on. Today's episode is sponsored by Ducan Supply Co. Ducan is a men's body care brand that features an array of military-inspired products from their signature big-ass bar of soap to their bourbon-infused beard oil. I personally use their big bourbon beard oil that is made with a hint of buffalo trace. I like the oak barrel scent that it gives off, and it makes me feel good about my beard, even if it's not as nice as the one that Adam's sporting these days. As an Army Reservist, I also love that they donate a portion of their proceeds to U.S. veterans. So go ahead and check out Ducan, use our code LAX10 to receive 10% off your order, and find your own signature scent.